Welcome to the podcast of Central Church. This is our latest weekly message. Well, this is Matt. Hello, our friend. Speak to us and we will listen. Thanks, Carolyn. <laughs> Thanks, Carolyn and Luke and Matt and Central. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Excellent. Well, what we would love to do in this next part is share from God's Word together and then at the end of that, we can have then an opportunity to have prayer from one another, uh, to help one another this afternoon with following Jesus. Sound okay? Come to the wrong meeting? Okay, great. Uh, I'd love to then go on and say thank you to you, uh, Carolyn, Luke and Matt, and to you, Central, for your support. And thank you for the, your finances to help us at this present time. It's very needed and very helpful. Uh, for those of you thinking, where does it go? Uh, where it goes is into a few staff that we've got who then go and run events for young people and young adults to come along to, to hear the message of Jesus, to practice the message of Jesus. So what that looks like is in April, uh, your youth group came up uh, to our Soul Survivor Conference. In um, We had it this year in Dural. And for five days, what the kids will do is uh, have a lot of lack of sleep. And then they will wake up at breakfast and I won't go through the whole day kind of like this, but then they will have a time of worship and teaching. And this year it was on obedience. Oof. And uh, then they'll have a chance to have prayer and they pray for one another. So you see all these young people learning to pray. Um, then in the afternoons, uh, there'll be workshops or they'll go and practically serve the community. So this year, they, there were seven ways they could do that. So what you're funding and helping us to do is run things like that that help young people to not hear but to also experience putting into practice what they're reading in the scriptures. So I think that's kind of exciting that they're, they're doing that and they're getting runs on the board and they're dreaming dreams and uh, they're coming up with ideas, um, which is great. And then we just ran in, um, it, it is August still, uh, at the beginning of this month, uh, Matt and Becky and some others came along with 127, to be accurate, uh, young adults, and they came in ones and twos uh, and threes up to Fitzroy Falls Conference Center, and we ran a weekend on obedience to Jesus. And, um, and it was very special. Uh, people could share their lives. And, um, and, you know, it's just that stage of life where it's good to get some extra support and, and to, to network. So that was, that was what you're supporting as well. You're also supporting uh, a new venture for us, which is taking more practically meeting the Aboriginal churches in New South Wales at the moment very open to meet the Aboriginal church anywhere in Australia. But uh, I just had a meeting with a church leader this week and we, uh, what we're doing is basically all the youth groups we work with are fairly uh, Anglo-Saxon-ish and um, we're trying to help them see that the Aboriginal people are beautiful. Now the reason, if anyone's like, oh, mate, you can't say that. I can say that because I grew up where I didn't, uh, I was very ignorant um, I was frightened, um, and if you're like, can you say this? You can say this if it's your story. You don't have to say if it's not. 
But my story is that I grew up like this and I'm very sad about that. And it wasn't until I was uh, 28 when a youth leader forced me uh, to come and meet this beautiful Aboriginal church in a place called Yarrabah in Cairns. And I just got, I just got transformed by God with his people. And uh, so I'm just trying to tell anyone these days, if, if you were like me, and I hope you're not, but if you are and you would like to um, not be frightened and not be um, ignorant and you'd love to meet the First People Church in Australia, then um, we'd love to help you. So at the moment, we're going to help a school um, in a place called Beecroft uh, come and uh, go on a journey with meeting the Aboriginal church in Yamba. So, um, so that's another thing you're supporting. And then you're supporting a lot of coffees uh, with pastors and youth pastors to listen and to pray with and to say, don't give. Thank you. Sorry. So sometimes there's a... Okay, I'm a dad. And some ways to try and keep people engaged, I leave out the word. So I'm sorry if I do that. It just happens. Okay, great. So that's what you're supporting. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. All right. Well, if you've got a Bible, or if you're not off by heart, or if you're new to Jesus uh, and it's on your phone, then uh, there's a book called Joshua, and there's a big chapter called 24, or... Um, it's just called chapter 24. Joshua, chapter 24. <clears throat> Can I just put a little personal disclaimer? I just broke my glasses on Friday. So if they fall off, they look really bad, don't they? Yeah. So I, I just wanted to point that out in case you're like, man, he needs help. And I do. Okay. All right. So in Joshua chapter 24, we're going to read a bit where there's this if you've followed Jesus for a little while now and you've been to the bathroom in a Christian place, there's probably been this verse on the back of the door that you might have read. And um, before we get to this classic verse, you just need to come back with me to Joshua chapter 1. And don't you worry, I am not going to do every chapter to get to 24. Basically, all I want to say is this, is that Moses is dead. This is how Joshua 1 starts. It's very clear. Uh, it says, Moses is dead, and Joshua, you got the reins. The microphone is yours. Go for it. Be strong and very... Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay? And, uh, but in that, he also says in verse 7, Joshua 1, you need to be careful to obey everything because, mate, you're going to go into Westfield, and you're going to go out into the streets, and you're going to be lured to think about so many different things that you could serve. So then you get all these chapters of that journey to chapter 24 at the end for poor Joshua before he is about to die. And he gives this classic uh, verse. So come with me to Joshua chapter 24, verse 14. Joshua says this. This is in his last sermon, his very last sermon. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, we're going to repeat again with granddad, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. 
But as for me, and on the back of the door, but as for me and my household, no matter what you guys, not you as in central, no matter what anyone else is going to do, we will serve the Lord. So for anyone I just wrecked that verse, I'll read it once more. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And this is what I simply uh, would love to encourage us to continue in at the moment, to be a people who are choosing every day, no matter what my mates, whoever, or your friends or your network at school, at TAFE, at the coffee shop, at work, at uni, where else should we be? Where am I forgetting? Home. <laughs> Wherever you are, everyone's choosing to serve someone. And we want to continue to be God's people who hear and do. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Say, so yes, I would love to. We did it in April. We did it in August. And is it okay? So very quickly this afternoon, I encourage you in obedience with God. And you would do the same with me because I get very chickenish and won't do it. Won't do what? I won't do what I hear. And that's what I'd love to encourage us this afternoon. To hear and do that we would say, as for me and my household. So, I'd love us to reflect a little bit on this with what currently, and you're ready to talk to a friend near you. Yes, we're going to talk to a friend next to us. Or we're going to make a friend and talk to them. And the thing I'd love you to quickly reflect on is, what is the thing, so you can go lighthearted, yes, or you can go deep. What is the thing about doing with God, you're just finding a bit hard at the moment. And if you're like, hmm, I can't think of anything, I'm going to come and learn from you. Are you ready? I'm going to be Anglican and say you've got three minutes. Ready? I grew up in the Anglican church. Uh, what's something you're finding hard to do at the moment with God? And if you're like, dude, I don't know God, what are you finding hard to do in life at the moment? Ready? Set. Bye. All right. I want you to hold that thing that you just shared or you didn't share and you wish you shared. I want you to hold it. And then that might be the thing that we pray about at the end together. Are you ready? So I'd love to encourage you in continuing to hear and do with these things God wants you to do by um, we're going to look at what's the, what's the feeling of obedience. I, I said at the Young Adults Retreat, what's the vibe of obedience? And they said, you can't say that. And I'm 47, I don't know why. So maybe someone can express that to me later. So I'll go with what's the feeling around obedience. Uh, why bring it up and how does this process work? Are you ready? Okay. What's the feeling around, can I say vibe? <laughs> Thanks, Luke. What's the vibe of obedience? I've been thinking about this a lot over the year, and I've been thinking about it's basically getting to know and learn God's family values. It's all about relationship. So the whole deal with this word that can send people into like, oh, no, not that word, hearing and doing, which is uh, the Hebrew definition of obey in the Old Testament, uh, apparently, um, when we go, oh no, please don't mention this word. I don't want to. I don't want to have a talk about this. It's like, oh okay. Well, could we have a talk about what's the father's values, 
and let's talk about enjoying him and his values because that's kind of what we're saying so the feeling around it is simply that that father god what's what do you value what's the way you want your people to behave and enjoy what what what's that look like to you it's all in the bible um, basically jesus boils it down to love one another so it's a pretty good that's a pretty good thing to do in life isn't it and that's that's what god's looking for he loves you he loves being with you and when we enjoy his values it all kind of works out well all right secondly why bring it up because god wants to be with us to enjoy being together and working together and god is trying to shape us in relationship with the holy spirit as we stay in step with his fruit so why bring this up essentially because well other than the obvious it's in the book uh, the bible <laughs> and we're asked to jesus puts it this way in john 15 how's he put it that I'm the vine and uh, we are the branches. And he just wants us to be connected to him. And when we're connected to him, fruit happens. And so why bring this up? And I think it's essentially to encourage one another to keep living a fruitful life. Does anyone want that? No, I just want a holiday. All right. Well, book a holiday in. Knock yourself out. Book it in. That's great but let's live a fruitful life um i'm an aussie saying this let's live a fruitful life let's enjoy the south coast and let's enjoy the people of the south coast and let's live in such a way with one another that people would experience the love and the grace and the mercy of jesus and so that that's why i bring this up but isn't it like kind of obvious well it kind of is but my natural tendency is not to stay in step with the holy spirit my natural tendency this afternoon and tonight will be to stay in step with me and when i stay in step with me i my, my imagination and daydreaming kicks in at all time levels right so we're going to go out for dinner afterwards aren't we I've told my team, you go out for dinner. So I hope we're, are we, are we going out for dinner? Just four of us, great. Okay, great. Excellent. Well, at dinner time, um, I'm going to be faced with stay on target and listen. Build fellowship. Encourage one another. Or, and my natural tendency is just to go, I wonder what I'm going to do when I get home tonight. I wonder what ABC have uploaded and if it's any good on iView because I'm not allowed Netflix. And uh, it's not that I'm not allowed. I just couldn't be bothered paying for something else. Um, and my natural tendency is to be like just to go with the whatever because I'm, I'm good at that. And if I do that, the fruit... Jesus would love you and me to experience on a more regular Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday basis. It's just not going to happen as regularly as it could unless I stay in step with the Spirit. Unless I say, Holy Spirit, I have chosen to leave the old behind and I'm going with this new that Jesus you offer 
and, and, it's, and it's not the natural way, but it's the God way. And I want you, I've made that decision. I want you, but I'm going to fight my old self at time to time. Welcome to the club. We just, we, we, this, this fight doesn't give up in Romans 7. If you want to have a little bit of a Kleenex moment with God together and be like, I can't do what I want to do. Oh, no. And, and it's like, yes, it's this tension between now and, and when I get to be in, he- I'm in heaven and in the new heavens. You know, when I get to be with the Lord in, in, in all his glory. Like it's, it's the tension I'm in. And I get tired and I get fatigued and all of this. And it's like, Maddie, if you stay in step with the Spirit, his desire for you is to have rest. It's a, it's a Bible thing, rest. But I don't want rest. I, want, I, I, wanted, I don't want to miss out on stuff. So I try and stay up with everyone else. And then I get really tired and grumpy. And, sorry, am I just, is this just my life? So why bring this up? Because the Father's got an amazing way for you and me to live even today in 2019. He's relevant. Of course he's relevant. He's the Lord. He's the God. He knows how to do life. So I need to make a choice to step into it every hour of the day. Because it's a relationship. Okay, why bring this up? Because I do this natural tendency and, and I need to go, oh yeah, that's right, I need to hear from God. And when I say hear from God, I read the Bible, I, I pray, I have a conversation with him, I listen to preaching and teaching from his word, I'm in community, like to hear God is all of that and then it's just in personal relationship as well and stepping out and did you say that? I'm going to go find out and... Like there's all of that, the hearing part that I need to recommit to every hour of the day. But um, yes, you get my drift? Okay, so that's why we bring it up. And how does this process work? Of course, there are books on this. Of course, I'm just going to give the encouraging Sunday afternoon version. Is that okay? Here it is. Basically, in chapter 24 at the beginning, we're not going to read it, but basically in Joshua's last sermon, before he gets to the, the on the back of the toilet door classic scripture, what he does at the beginning is he reminds you all that Jesus has done for you. He just fills you with all of the great stuff God has done. You know, so you can just sit there and go, yes, he did that, he did this, he did that, he took us there, he fought these people, he brought us out of here. And it's just sitting there and listening to all of this. And then he says, so would you again leave the old? I don't have any old. You do. What do you mean? There's plenty of old stuff in me that still needs to get transformed. And I need to again say, no matter what my friends, and please, if I'm not choosing your thing, but no matter what my friends do, I am choosing this day to follow Jesus. And if that makes me a fool in their eyes, that's okay, because it's in the book. Paul says it. 
And sometimes in the church, I, you know, you might have heard this saying that I knew I have to be a fool for Christ. I didn't know I had to be a fool for Christ in his church. And sometimes it feels like that. I don't know if anyone else does. Sometimes when we get together, it, you don't feel as free as you would like to. And it's not that the person at the front didn't say, don't be free. <laughs> like no one would be that silly to say that. But it's just whenever we get together as Aussies at times, it's like, who's going to go first, you know? And, and sometimes to feel free, maybe it's not your issue, maybe it's mine and I'm getting healing from it, is that we need to make a conscious decision and say, even in the church, I'm going to be a fool for Christ. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to go out for him, uh, go all out for him uh, because he's gone all out for me. And that's why I'm choosing to hear and do what he says. Because all of chapter 24 at the beginning is all that I've done for you. And if you need to meditate again, welcome to the club of meditating again of how much God has done. And don't let it get old. All right. If anyone's in a friendship, any kind of relationship, you know it's really easy to just reach a certain level of closeness and then just press pause. And, the, and, and you don't kind of go anywhere after that. And you know pretty, I'm doing a very simplistic version of this, but you know pretty much the only way to kind of push through and get closer and trust deeper is to again choose to trust one another, love one another, forgive one another, uh, be merciful to each other. And the same with God. It's so easy in relationship with him just to stay at a certain level of understanding and stop. Uh, I was talking with a friend who's a lot older than okay, my bosses. Their names are Fuzz and Carol and Kiddo. And they were just saying that if people are coming to Christ later in life, which is so fine and so good and so normal today, and they didn't do what, you know, I grew up in a thing called Sunday school or kids' church. And so if people are bypassing that, which is fine, uh, what basically happens though is they pick it up later. So when they get older, that's how they enter, and that's kind of the faith level that they've got, which is fine and good, and please, I hope this is coming out well. But basically, if you as an adult stop there and stay there, you're not going to press through and, and get ask God to transform all this old stuff. And, and you're going to let the story get old and familiar. And it's like, this is amazing grace. And what do we need to do? Stop. Just, just stop. Just stop in the Lord and say, Lord, I need to stop and just remember how good you are. And that might mean that I need to stop and... Um, Stop filling my night with other news, with other stuff, because it's getting me nowhere. And I need to stop and just somehow look at the stars for Eve, you know, just do that and let God memorize you again. That's why we go on holidays. So the process is, See all that God is doing. See how much he's done for you. And in light of that, make a decision to leave the old. And amongst, especially in your own heart, but amongst your family and your friends to say, we need to make a decision tonight. What's the decision? We don't need to make a decision. Yes, we do. The decision is this, and we're going to make it tomorrow as well. That as for me and for my household, 
as a grumpy uh, person who's trying to work on it, I'm still going to choose to serve the Lord. In all my things that aren't going well, I'm going to choose to serve God. I know that I'm going to have to miss out on some stuff that other people are really enjoying. And I don't know what that means to you. But I just can't do everything and stay in the good stuff of Jesus. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm a bit too <laughs> singly focused. Well, I should be singly focused. Um, and I'm going to have to leave the old and I'm going to have to remember how much he's done. That this would be, no matter if the only song we were left was, was Amazing Grace, it wouldn't lose its significance because relationally with the Lord, we're, we're, we're walking together. Hearing and doing, I'm, I'm coming in to finish for anyone who needs hope. Hearing and doing is a daily and I'm sorry for the hourly thing, if that's like, I can't make this decision every hour. I, I'm just trying to say, throughout the day, I need to remember my family, like my actual family, you know, like be checking in with them and encouraging them, like staying in track with them. And over the day I need to do, and I can do, and so can we all do, of course, with the Lord. And just be tracking with Him, staying in step with Him, so that the fruits of God will be eaten and enjoyed by the Port Kembla community every week. And wherever you live, what's your suburb? Ferry Meadow, Kayama, Jeringong. Um, Berkeley. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> good, Kono. There's just a lot of people that need to hear about Jesus and I would just love to ask if we've had our heyday Or if this is it, and I know it's not it, and I know with you it's not our heyday. But because it isn't, we haven't had our heyday as his church or as a person. Is it too late for me to lose weight? Like seriously, it, um, is it? Well, apparently it's not. My doctor reminds me all the time. And I'm going to be honest with you because I'm going to ask you to be honest with one another, not with the microphone, but I'll be honest with you. The only way I can beat this problem in my life is I just started and I'm only three weeks into it, but I finally said, okay, I can't do this by myself. So I've got a personal trainer. And I hate it. <laughs> of course I do because I would have done it. But I don't like it at all. And in doing that, I'm going better. And I have to ask myself, is it too late? And I have to ask myself as a person in his church, if this is it, if we've reached it, then let's have a party and just drink coffee. But if it's not it, I'm asking us to recommit. Not to me, but to him and with him in you to hear what he says and follow through with what he says in the power of the Holy Spirit. Or if I lost you there, not I lose you there, but if you don't like that word power, in the enabling of the Holy Spirit. If you don't, it's like, what's that? 
in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, He is loving being with you and He wants to heal and help and bring rest and bring whatever you need to enjoy this life in Christ, to glorify God and enjoy Him forever, here now. That's what He wants for you. So would you like that? And I know the right answer is yes. But I'm asking you, would you like that? Would you like Him to have right of way and lovingly, He he only does it a loving way. Would you like Him to help you again and again to follow Jesus, to hear and do what He says? Amen. All right. So, now the ball's in our court with um, Susan and the team have got a song we can sing, and we can. Um, But what we would love is to have an opportunity where we could say, okay, so this thing that I'm finding hard to do with God, whatever it is, I would love some prayer. Would anyone like some prayer, some help, from God personally to you uh, before we go and have dinner. Um, And how we can do that is any way you like. All right? So, um, Carolyn, Luke, share with me. We can either just do it where you are, which is absolutely fine. Um, uh, Luke and Carolyn can stand over here. So if you don't like one another uh, and you'd like to come and have some prayer with them, You can do that. But I think the thing right here and now is, like all times in relationship, like every day of the week, what's the Holy Spirit wanting you to do right now? Because it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter to me. What does matter to me is that I make sure we ask the Holy Spirit, what would you like me to do now? We've heard your word in this message and we do whatever he'd like and, and then we can have dinner. Is that all right? All right. Carolyn. Yes, please. <laughs> I think um, this is what I think we should do. I think you should talk to the person next to you just for another minute or so. And I want, and if you're brave enough, say to them, this is what I feel challenged by. This is what I feel the Holy Spirit saying to me in terms of how I feel I hear him say I want you to walk in step with me how I want you to obey Um, and then we should pray for one another so maybe while we're doing that the band can come up and just give us some background music so it's not too like weird and confronting Um, but I think this is really important I do think it's really important that when we hear the word of God that we obey but we need encouragement in that so often Um, we need encouragement to be speaking to one another and saying this is where I feel like what God's saying to me can you pray for me we need to encourage one another in being able to obey because if we I'll tell you what my tendency is if I just keep it to myself it's so easy to forget about it and to not actually be faithful but when I speak it out and I kind of say you know what I feel like the Holy Spirit is challenging me to do this all of a sudden what's just running around in my head becomes something concrete and then when someone lays hands on me and says I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit empowers you this week 
is your friend, is your comforter, is your advocate, is your counsellor, that, that the Holy Spirit would be with you this week. All of a sudden it becomes not just something that's in my head and not just something that's concrete out there, but it comes the power of God within me. And I think that's what we need to do for one another. So how about we do that? Um, if you're not, you know, you're sitting on your own or you're feeling lonely, go and you know, sit next to someone you do feel comfortable with. But I think it would be really great for us to speak out to one another what it is we felt like God was saying to us this afternoon and then minister to one another. So you can, you can sing and sing over us and we'll really enjoy that. Let's do that. Thanks for listening. If you want to check out more about Central, visit us at centralchurch.org.au. Music by Chris D'Souza, a beloved member of Central. Thank <laughs> you.